0: Louise McSharry
1: on 2FM That is more like you from Orla Garland which of course you know if you've been listening to this show because I have been absolutely rinsing it and I am so delighted to have Orla here with us to talk to us and to play for us today Hello Orla Hello Louise I can't believe this has actually happened this is our first Studio 8 session in like since pre-pandemic and what a perfect one because as I said I have played your music just over and over and over again on the show. It's so good. Thank you. You're so welcome. How does it feel to have your album out?
0: It feels amazing. It feels very surreal like something I've been waiting for for a really long time.
1: Yeah so tell me about that because you you write your music you produce your music as well so Mm -hmm. have you been kind of was it during the pandemic that you were kind of beavering away at all this or yeah? Yeah
0: Yeah, I was lucky in that I was lucky in that last year was meant to always be a writing year for me. The okay. people I felt really, really felt for were people who were just about to embark on the like tour of their lives. Yeah. Whereas I was lucky in that I was always going to be, it was always going to be quite a solitary year. Um, so yeah, I, I did it all last year, which is kind of bizarre. And it was quite hard not to write sad lockdown songs about being stuck inside. But I think I made a very deliberate choice not to do that. Yeah. I don't think we need that from musicians i don't think it's our job no
1: no i think that charlie xcx album that came out like that was about lockdown in lockdown came out at exactly the right time because we were all still
0: in it but now mm. that we're kind of phasing out of it i think you're right i think you made some a very intelligent artistic decision there oh thank you well it's you know it's easy sad songs i can write in my sleep anyway especially last year but yeah i just i didn't want that from a from a debut to be 11 or 12 songs of that it's yeah. just very one-dimensional so i would much prefer to be the soundtrack to a you know, a nicer time.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I really, really like the album and it's being well-reviewed all over the internet and hopefully some people have had a chance to listen to it now. It's been out since Friday. Um, but why don't you tell people about it? It's called Woman on the Internet, which I love as a title and obviously that's a lyric from More Like You. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me about that title and, and the album itself.
0: Yeah, so I, I came up with a title right at the end. After I'd written and recorded everything, someone pointed out to me that Woman in the Internet was a lyric that appeared in two songs kind of accidentally. I'd made so much of the album in such a solitary way that you don't really have the you have no perspective or awareness of those things. So I didn't I didn't set out writing things with a a theme in mind. I much prefer just writing a bunch of songs and then kind of after the fact, looking at them all and going, oh, that's kind of interesting. A lot of them are about growing up. A lot of them are about identity, but it's not a deliberate choice. I think the only deliberate choice was. Don't write about lockdown. Right. That's, <laughs> no one needs that. So, yeah. And then she said, Woman on the Internet appeared in two songs kind of accidentally. And I, and I just built her up as a character in my head as this sort of Wizard of Oz. No one in particular, but just a kind of faceless, nameless person I go to and I kind of feel feel lost and it's a kind of you know there's a duality to it and that it sort of it sounds like a reference to my journey which is also fine with me and uh but in my head she's she's kind of this elusive character yeah because of course you kind of built a huge following
1: on youtube and stuff doing music there in order to get to, to this place i know you've released two eps as well but this is your first album and mm-hmm. um, i'm interested i i mean i think The internet factor is something that can't be ignored by any of us from, you know, people my age, people your age. I'm unfortunately older than you. People my age, people your age. But any of us who kind of live our lives via the internet, whether it's for work. But I think actually especially for work because some Mm. people manage to, they seem to be able to just dip in and out. And still have normal lives. I do not manage that. And it seems like you don't either. So
0: talk to me about your relationship with the internet. It's it's really turbulent and ever-changing. I think you can't really get away from it. As a a musician now or as someone who's especially independent, I rely massively on the internet to get the word out about new songs, gigs, merch, literally everything. And I think to have a good and kind of, I hate this word because it's overused, but to have an authentic presence on these sites, you have to use them. You can't just come in, you know, send everyone a link to go to and then peace out. It's like you need to be present. You need to learn um, the tone and the sense of humor of all these platforms because they're all different. And so you kind of, you do have to get involved, but yeah, getting involved, it's... uh, I'm on my phone way more than I want to be. Yeah. And I think if I didn't have music to promote, there's a lot of times that, like that Lord song, I would just... Fling my phone into the sea because yeah. I, it's really hard to have any kind of separation and and the me being in musician mode uh, on my phone or, or on the internet versus me being in just regular person mode the lines are blurred you know yeah. it just ends up a lot of yeah mindless
1: scrolling I totally get that because I fantasize about that too how nice it would be to just put your phone down and never yeah. go back to it or just just be one of those people who says oh yeah I don't do social media and <laughs> but I have myself convinced that that's not an option even though it probably is I mean. I could do it but like it would definitely impact my career. Yeah. But it is a nice fantasy, isn't it? But then
0: I wonder would I be happy? I don't know. I know. It's a very grass is greener thing and I think for me yeah the 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 split is I'm grateful for what the internet did to me, it gave me a platform at the beginning to build on um that I might not have had otherwise, but yeah, sometimes it's the best thing ever. Sometimes it just wants to destroy you. Yeah, well, one of the things that you
1: that you sing about and that you wrote about on this album is that kind of comparison game of, you know, as you said already, the grass is always greener, looking at other people's lives and looking at other people's existences, which obviously we all know, you know, the internet is a highlights reel, as people mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm. You know, you're never getting the full picture of anyone's life, but it can be very difficult. And I presume in your career, it's hard not to compare yourself to other people anyway and kind of Mm. what they're
0: achieving and stuff it's impossible not to look left and right most of my friends do music I guess that's just normally just gravitate to people who who are like you but yeah I mean I think close friends and and friends I can always be happy for but yeah it's really hard not to look left or right go god she's touring a bit more than me or like god she seems to be writing more songs than me and you know it's toxic but it we all have it in our own way I don't think it's unique to musicians, but I guess with us we are being very vocal about our achievements all the time. So yeah, it's impossible. In fact, that was one of the things I I really enjoyed from last year was because everyone had to just sit down. I really felt that like looking left and right kind of paused for a moment, maybe the first time in years. I felt that
1: too, you know, and, and for me, it was like a kind of a FOMO thing as well, because I have two small kids and I had spent the previous few years just feeling like everyone is out and everyone is yeah. having fun and I'm just at home with my kids. And then also, yeah, that person is going to these many events and I'm not doing this and I didn't record this today and I blah, blah, blah. And you're right. There was a relief. I really felt that relief. Mm. I wonder, will we be able to take any of that with us? into our future
0: yeah I can feel a little bit of a creeping back in for me but not as bad as it was before I think it was definitely perspective and I think I would definitely be more comfortable with uh with saying no to the next thing or or missing some social event that I would have gone to before Mm. because I can be a bit of a busybody; like I can be one of those people who's going to meet everyone for coffee just to fill the day rather than sitting down and do the things I need to do so Mm. yeah I think I think it would be a little bit easier to say no to the next thing but Yeah, God, to to bottle some of that energy from last year without the comparison (laughs) would be great.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, It's funny because I'm meeting you for the first time today, but I kind of feel like I already know you from, and honestly, it's not even from social media, it's from listening to your music, because I really do feel like you're quite clear in your lyrics. They're very straightforward. Mm. They're not cryptic. And I love that. I personally, I love that when I listen to music and I know exactly what the artist is saying. Mm. But there must be a kind of a vulnerability that
0: comes with that as well, is there? Yeah, it's very hard on your sleeve. Again, it's a deliberate choice, but I used to hide behind a lot of metaphors and flowery, vague language. And I think that's actually kind of easier to do because you're just not as vulnerable. Yeah. But as a listener, as a fan of people, I want to know what they're talking about. Yeah. I just get so much from it. <laughs> and actually, the thing that I took me a while to, to understand, but I kind of grew into it a little bit with these set of songs was you can relate and understand, you can relate to and understand someone's experience without it being your own. Yeah. And that's what I used to think. I used to think you had to be so vague in your songs to keep them accessible. And actually, some of my favorite songs are about experiences I've never been through and I don't like them any less Yeah, because of that. Yeah. Um, in particular there's an artist called Phoebe Bridgers. Do you yeah, know her? Yeah. Like I love her. And yeah. all of her songs are about very specific experiences, very few of which I've had, but that doesn't take anything away from no. them as a listener for me. Sure, we have
1: these stunning imaginations in our heads. Like yeah. we can put ourselves anywhere. That's part of that's the beauty of any
0: art is that yeah. you can put yourself in a place that you haven't been or that you're not. And whether it's music stunning... or a painting or, or a book. Yeah. And that's the really like beautiful thing. If there's one like if there's one, like, why do you do this thing? For me, for music, it is that someone be able to just see themselves in the thing you've made. I think that yeah. is, like, beautiful to me. And more like you is a good example because I, it's not about a relationship. It's about a friend jealousy, mm. you know, about this kind of best friend of my best friend, this girl I didn't have that much access to, but I just perceived to be, like, the coolest, perfect. Yeah. most, like, annoyingly perfect person ever. <laughs> um, but then I got so many messages from people saying you know this reminds me of my ex this reminds me of my mom and like that's what that's stunning to me like because that's not what I wrote about but that good for you that's not wrong if that's what you hear it like that's yours yeah absolutely
1: um so you're based in London and you've been there for six years You, you were 19 when you went over there yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah and you're staying there I don't know. I would come back in a heartbeat, to be honest. I think I, I just, I struggled here to figure out how to build a team and all the kind of boring puzzle pieces you need as a musician, managers. Mm. And, you know, I still have a very small kind of group around me, but I just uh, couldn't make much sense of it here. But I would come back in a heartbeat now that I have that core group of people and yeah. like I have, you know, my band and people I like to write with. So now I, I would come back anytime.
1: Yeah, I think there have been changes in the last six years in the definitely. music industry here. Yeah. Um, like I definitely feel like... And and I'm loathe to ask you this question because it's so boring, but, (laughs) um, you know, I think traditionally there has been a different male-female
0: experience in music in Ireland, but Mm -hmm. I do feel like that's improving. I actually totally agree. The Irish Women in Harmony um, collaboration that I was involved in last year, one of my favourite things that came from that, apart from the song and what it did on radio here... um, was the that we we formed a WhatsApp group mm. so me and all those like amazing women like yeah. were chatting regularly and it for me gave me such a sense of community within like Irish music that I didn't have before yeah. and you know and it, not that we're like giving out all the time it's actually a really like positive space where people are like lifting each other up all the time but yeah j- things like that really anchor me in like Irish music again and I think yeah I would I think I think you're right I think it has improved. Massively, yeah. and I think it's so. You know, it it's slowly but surely, but it is getting there. And it's uh it's much more exciting prospect when I can hear women on the radio because I I heard so few of them growing up. Yeah, and I think that's that's the thing. It's hard when you give out as an Irish like artist or as a female artist about not enough women being played on the radio because it sounds like you're bitter. It sounds yeah. like you're talking. You know, if I tweet and say about there yourself, should be more women yeah. on the radio, it sounds like I'm saying there should be more me on the radio, which yeah. is not actually what I'm saying because. I think for me it's it's the 13 14 15 year olds who are listening to the radio and unless they see or hear someone that looks like them they just won't even yeah. think for a second that that could be a job that they could do. You just can't see yourself in that. Yeah. So, you know, it's way more about um the next generation than it is about this generation all yeah. that, all those efforts and and everything and that, you know, that whole campaign it's it's way more to me about the next yeah. generation of females not us. Yeah, that makes total sense. Um
1: so I need to let you play another song for us. Sure. But before I do,
0: you've got gigs coming up. I do. Yeah, tell us about them. Yeah, I've got three Irish shows in December. And I just feel so excited. I mean, look, the thought of shows, it's very bizarre at the moment. But I feel confident at the moment, because they are in December, that they'll go ahead and... Yeah, playing the main room in the academy, which is just like a big, big dream. Yeah, that's on the 16th of December. She's in Dolans
1: in Limerick on the 17th. On the 18th of December, she'll be in Cypress Avenue in Cork. And if you want to check out tickets or any other information, just go to com. But now it is time for you to play us another song. Yes, This was my song of the week just a few weeks ago. I absolutely love
0: this song. Tell us a little bit about it before you play it. So, this is called You're Not Special Babe, and it's a song I wrote to myself. Really, kind of sounds like a mean title, but it's (laughs) not. It's just about the kind of chaos of my 20s, how like turbulent that has been and will continue to be, Um, and trying to take some reassurance in that that chaos is. Very universal. Like, if you're going through it, like everyone is at some point, you'll come back up and then you'll go back down again.
1: It's so true. And it's such a great song. i uh, Take it away, Orla Garland. Thank you.
0: Louise McSherry on 2FM.